That movie sucked. I kind of liked it. Movie Night Crew Network. Heyo, demigods. This is Charlie from Cabin 13, here to remind you that you got a few more days to send in your thoughts for the Percy Jackson birthday special. Spoilery or non-spoiler thoughts, um, all are welcome. Um, you can send those in uh, via Iris message to um, of the eldest gods pod at gmail.com. You can reply to our Twitter thread. Um, it is pinned um, on our Twitter at of the eldest gods. And you can send us a voice memo um, through our anchor page, actually. So if you'd like to do that, that's something that we have not tried before. So go ahead. Yeah, so you got till end, end of the month. I think I think that's where we're going with the 31st is gonna be the last day that we will accept these. So yeah, thank you guys. On to the episode. Looking back on it, Annabeth's move was brilliant. Wearing a cap of invisibility, she plowed into the D'Angelo's and me, knocking us to the ground. For a split second, Dr. Thorne was taken by surprise, so his first volley of missiles zipped harmlessly over our heads. This gave Thalia and Grover a chance to advance from behind, Thalia wielding her magic shield, Aegis. If you've never seen Thalia run into battle, you have never truly been frightened. She uses a huge spear that expands from this collapsible mace canister she carries in her pocket. But that's not even the scary part. Her shield is modeled after one her dad uses, also called Aegis, a gift from Athena. The shield has the head of the Gorgon Medusa, modeled into the bronze. Even though it won't turn you to stone, it's so horrible, most people will panic and run at the sight of it. Even Dr. Thorne winced and growled when he saw it. Welcome to Of the Eldest Gods, where we discuss Rick Riordan's role as our godly parent. I'm Ray from Cabin 12. And I'm Charlie from Cabin 13. And boy, we've we've just gotten kidnapped um, by a yeah, monster. And- by a vice principal. That's so upsetting. Oh, so we're, we're in detention? <laughs> Mm. I, think th- I think that's just detention when you get kidnapped by I a think, vice principal. I think if your vice principal calls an attack helicopter, it's no longer detention. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, funny story there, Ray. <laughs> no, I have nothing. <laughs> pretty, pretty weird how that happens, huh? <laughs> it's fine, you know? Just happens once in a while. Just attack helicopter. Um... <laughs> And also just a lion with a person face. We'll get into that. Um Yeah. 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 <laughs> did did we get like a robust description of him in the chapter? I don't We got a description, was... but like we'll we'll mm. also talk about what uh his creature looks like when I when I get into that section. Okay, okay, cool. Bro, bro, what is this what is this wonderful chapter about? Um this uh, d- s- several things, several uh, occasions occur, but mostly the vice principal gets a missile launcher, as Rick oh. has so kindly described to us. <laughs> I-, I wouldn't actually say that that's what the chapter's about at all. No. Anyways, uh, so Dr. Thorne, he has Percy, Bianca, and Nico, and he leads them out uh, to a cliff uh, by some water. I I mean, you've been here to Maine. I, I haven't, so... <laughs> Are they at the ocean? I don't actually know where Maine is. <laughs> it's north. Um, no, North? <laughs> okay, so Maine is basically just second Massachusetts, um, if okay, you didn't know. Yeah. It's also where all the scary <laughs> things happen, according to Stephen King. That makes King. sense to me. We're in Stephen King territory right now. Oh boy. Oh boy. That doesn't and bode well. We're also in Storybrooke, um, for Once Upon a Time fans. <laughs> <laughs> Of course we are. All right. So, uh, so this monster guy pulls out a cell phone and, uh, (laughs) he would like to, okay. So we get a couple of interesting things here. Uh, he is trying to deliver them to the general, uh, whoever that is. And, uh, he mentions the great stirring of monsters. I would say that those are the important things in this conversation. Yeah. (laughs) I legitimately don't remember very much of what he's on about here. So, I mean, great stirring, all the monsters coming out that I, I mean, I'm sure we'll find out like why I'm sure it has something to do with Kronos. Uh, seems pretty self-explanatory otherwise though, but, (laughs) 
So yeah, we're being menaced by a scary guy. Uh, Percy's thinking about jumping in off a cliff. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's done it before. Um, not a clip, But he's got but- two people with him. And that's a little a little tough. Um, because they don't particularly want to jump off a cliff. Uh, Nico and Bianca make a good showing here. Uh, Nico's talking about the attack points that a manticore has. And Bianca's like, oh, you're crazy also. <laughs> Good introduction to both of them. Uh, Anyways, uh, Grover, Annabeth, and Thalia show up uh, because, uh, like you said in our last episode, (laughs) Percy's been trying to call Grover with his empathy link. Uh, Maybe that worked, or maybe they just, like had a general idea of where they went and followed them because Percy did see Nico and Bianca's stuff on the ground before he noticed where they were going. So Mm. they could have either found that and then like figured out where they went or they were following the empathy link. One of those two things. Or maybe they were Um, following Percy's blood. Um, He did get like kind (laughs) of punctured a little bit. Who knows? And Grover can smell them. So like, mm. who knows? Uh, Maybe Grover's blood hounding it up. Um... (laughs) Put that boy on a leash. <laughs> so we get some action and we get to see Thalia in action. That's fun. Dr. Thorne reveals that he is in fact a manticore. Sure, we'll get into that. Uh, he mm-hmm. does a little transformation and then they are having a rough time with him. He's got lots of spikies. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and then he does call a military attack helicopter <laughs> flown by mortals. So that's like... A good vibe. I have questions Um, when we get there. I have questions. Uh, So they're not doing so hot, but the battle does turn when some other people in silver outfits arrive. Thalia is not happy. (laughs) Literally. Literally. Uh, there's some girl named Zoe there, or Zoe. I don't actually know uh, what that accent mark sounds like. I thought it was just Zoe. I, I, it might be like Zoe. Maybe we should look that up. Oh dear. Uh, I'll do it in a second. Uh, anyways, they, they've got history, which is, you know, fun. Uh, the Manticore's like, you can't shoot me. And they're like, I can hunt whoever I want. Uh, <laughs> and Artemis also turns the uh, helicopter into birds. <laughs> And we, and we love that. Annabeth. Annabeth yes. goes over a fucking we, cliff. That's the last thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that That's our cliffhanger. Annabeth was on the manticore. They shot him and he went down the cliff. Percy's not doing so hot. Literal cliffhanger. I'm not doing so hot. We lost our girl. <laughs> Percy is trying to jump off a cliff and they're like, no, don't do that. And it's like, let him do that. He would be fine. God. There's water down there. I have feelings. It'd be fine. I have feelings <laughs> here because we, we lose Annabeth, but we also get my boy, um, my my son, my my small boy. <laughs> it's fine. I will I will get into that. But for now, God, did I even announce the myth thing last chapter? I don't even remember, but I in case I think you did. I think we just like got into it. <laughs> I think I did. Okay, but in case you mythed it, but um sh- <laughs> We're going to talk about manticores because, my goodness. Yeah, you sent me this wiki page. Uh, He is so ugly. Yeah. (laughs) My God. No, every single fucking picture of this guy, it just just looks so wrong. Like, (laughs) I feel like it would look better if it was like Simba with an actual person face on it. But like, it looks like a weird ass lion, but like a a lion that looks wrong and then it has a person's face that also looks wrong um so the the tail is also bad oh no oh no i was scrolling down they're worse down here um (laughs) yeah i think the problem is um like where those images come from and those are from like uh uh what are they called um bestiaries yeah yeah heraldry god that Mm. those images are like always bad like it's just it's like the time period for just really bad art (laughs) um is just like i'm not i'm not kidding here like it's pre-renaissance most of it at least some of it is like mid-renaissance um but like i don't know just 12th century um art is it's not great um it is real bad they they can't draw animals i'm sorry (laughs) i'm gonna roast you guys and your fucking art in 12th century you can't draw animals they're definitely doing something with it it's they got it's all the limbs. Art. It's just not 
appealing art. <laughs> it's not appealing. They they know how many limbs the the things have. They know what they look like, but they're they haven't figured out how to make it look good. <laughs> so <laughs> listen, they're not good at drawing like you know furries. And I guess a manticore is kind of a furry <laughs> if you think about it. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's kind of like a reverse furry because like the way you think about them is like they they walk on like. You know, the anthros, they walk yeah, on, like, two yeah. legs. And then they got, like, I don't like, know, like, yeah, like a usually wolf a head snout. or something. Yeah. Snout. But, like, this is and the opposite. this man does not have a snout. Yeah. No. Ugh. It's... So. A person face on on an animal body. A per a person face is so flat. It's so wrong. Yeah. <laughs> God, it looks so bad. Um, God, so... Tell me about manticores. Can- yeah, I will tell you about them instead of just describing these awful pictures that I really want to <laughs> roast so much. God. Well, the name, it's it comes from er, early Middle Persian. Okay. Um, it means man man-eater. Just just man-eater. <laughs> Manticore. Huh. Makes sense. Oh, uh, sure. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh sorry, I just keep skimming this wiki page and like I know that you're like doing this, but yeah. I'm like uh, devours its prey whole using its triple rows of teeth, leaving no traces of its victim, including bones behind. Ah. That's such a good look. Love that. <laughs> yeah. So so it's interesting because I don't believe this creature exists in Greek mythology as we know it. Oh, like, you know that's what I, interesting. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not in any of the classic stories that mm-hmm. I can, I've ever heard, at least, that I know of. Very interesting, because I would associate it with Greek mythology anyways, but it, it's, I, it's not even, yeah, it's, huh. so, I mean, it, like I said, the name comes from Persian, which is interesting. It's like, I mean, like, that's Greek adjacent, but like, it's not Greece, necessarily, <laughs> unless you're in Alexander's time. Then it's all Greece. Alexander the All Right, you know him. He's good. He's a cool guy. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to make the joke there. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was too busy thinking about manticores <laughs> to react. <laughs> I just like calling him Alexander the All Right. That's my favorite thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so pretty, the pretty decent guy. <laughs> the, yeah, he was okay. Uh, so yeah, but like it's very interesting that its name comes from or or Persian origins. Um, it goes into European folklore and I guess also gets translated into Greek because there's also a Greek word for it, which is n- which is not oh. the same thing. Hmm. Let's see if I can pronounce it. And Androphagos. That's probably wrong, but it means the same thing. It literally means man-eater. The plural was androphagi. God. Okay, I just realized the word in the middle there that I'm saying, and I'm just gonna stop saying the word. Oh my god. But there's not even, like, a whole lot. There, There is a separate page for that, but I guess there isn't a whole lot on that. It just, it comes from, like, some Herodotus stuff. It doesn't even, there's not even, like, images of those as separate things. But, mm. so, I guess Manticore, it makes sense that Rick chose that as the name. Because that's the more popular term for it. Right. Yeah, so, like, they got a lion body. They got a man face. Or, man head, technically. Yeah, which I don't like about it also because they keep they they all have like hair. <laughs> yeah, so what what I would do personally is I would just like still it would just be the face, you know? Like, yeah, you know it would still I mean? have like a lion mane, like Yeah, and then you just have a person face on there, which like still jarring, but I think that would look a little bit better. Less less, uh... <laughs> less weird. And then it's still bad. It's still bad. <laughs> But and then it's got a weird ass tail here. We got venomous spines or porcupine quills. Sometimes it's a straight up scorpion tail. Um, right, which yeah. I feel like I was more familiar with. So like I wasn't. I don't. I wasn't visualizing him when I was reading it. Really. Yeah, I, I was like visualizing because like he's he's shooting these these spines, and I was thinking of it as like. A uh, tail with like one sharp on the thing on the end, and he just regenerates mm. it every time that he shoots it. But I don't think that's the intention. I think it's like yeah. a, a thing full of quills that he is shooting. Yeah, because yeah, it's literally says here. Sometimes it's accounts that it's shot like arrows, and sometimes it's not. So mm-hmm. I assume Rick wanted it to be like the arrows, um, because of what you know they're going up against later in the chapter. The hunters, <laughs> literally. Arrows. Well, and um, it also makes him more threatening, you know? Yeah. 
Like, I feel like it's very upsetting that he can just attack you with those. Yeah, I feel like the practical way of making it visually would be the scorpion tail. Because I don't know how to Mm -hmm. visualize that. Unless it it just, I don't know, just a a tail that has porcupine quills on it, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It feels weird weird that he's so accurate with them then, you know? Like, that he can just, like, shoot them. God, it's so Rather than just, like, huh, I don't know. But if you watched the Sea of Monsters movie, this creature is, in fact, in that movie. Oh, and is he? It, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it nearly kills Annabeth. Um, mm. in, it's, That's it's upsetting a, to think about in this context. Actually, wait. No, it technically does kill Annabeth, but then, like, it brings her, they bring her back with the fleece because, you know, they had to have that whole situation where she was nearly <sighs> dying. And then, God. Um, I mean, I, spoilers I, for the Sea of Monsters movie, but, like, God... It's it's weirdly like they made her die and then they brought her back seconds later. Yeah, it was so dumb. It was actually a death, though. I'm, I'm just remembering how annoyed I was at that movie, which it's like they basically did the same thing in the book, as in she gets really injured and then they put the fleece on her. But it's somehow yeah, the but, movie is just like so much more annoying about it. Well, they, they didn't say that she was dead. She was just like kind of passed out. She had hit her head like she was OK, yeah. but like she wasn't great. Um, <laughs> Yeah. I think there's there's not a whole lot to say left about manticores. Um uh oh in, mo- in modern media let's see we got um they were in My Little Pony. Um they of course. were they were in Merlin. Of course, Dungeons and Dragons have has manticores. <laughs> also, I mean, this isn't modern, but like it was in Dante's Inferno that he he imagined a different mythological figure who will come up eventually, Garion, as mm. a manticore, which usually he's just a dude with like three bodies, but he's like a human dude. Huh. And like, he's just like, oh yeah, he's a, he's a manticore. It's fine. <laughs> okay. Okay. I don't, I don't know why that seems weird, but okay. Yeah. Also very weird that like some of these things spell it like man tiger. Um, It's not a tiger. It's a lion. God. <laughs> I'm, I'm angry. I love tigers. That's one of my personalities. <laughs> That's really funny that you're like, a tiger would never be a manticore. No, it wouldn't. (laughs) Fuck that. I have thoughts about tigers and how they're always villainized in media, and it makes me sad. Um, (laughs) And lions are always the heroes. I'm also a fucking lion. I want to tell you things about Animorphs so bad right now. (laughs) One of the main characters, his battle form is a tiger. That's me. Didn't you know? And there's a guy who turns into a lion and he's a dick. Anyways. (laughs) That's accurate. That's that's accurate to life. Okay. (laughs) Let's talk about this chapter before I go off on a rant. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Let's get into it. Okay. Well, we don't know what Dr. Thorne is, but he is fast. I like that that's, like, the first sentence, basically. (laughs) Okay, so I do like that the poison is just going to cause you pain, but it's not going to kill you. Okay, good, good, good. Percy ain't going to die. Good to know. He's still (laughs) in pain and probably bleeding. Unlike the Chimera in book one, that that was bad poison. I guess this is just, like, mean poison. (laughs) God, the the Chimera and the Manticore need to get in a fight. They're both lions (laughs) with weird appendages. So I think they should fight, personally. (laughs) Seems Uh, redundant to me. Do we need this many funky lions? (laughs) (laughs) There's more. There's always more funky lions. I know. There's so many funky lions. (laughs) Not enough funky tires. People are like, what if this lion was a little fucked up? (laughs) (laughs) People, stop, stop being like that. It's, it's like how every time that you, to, like, urban horror stuff in, like, America or whatever, you're like, that's a fucked up deer. It, it, apparently <laughs> in Greece, they're just like, that's a pretty fucked up lion. God. It's also usually, like, involves horses, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, horses, ghosts, lions, goats, yeah. bulls, <sighs> all those animals, just all the fucked up animals. So, yeah, Percy's finally, like, empathy link, Grover. Uh, maybe that's working. I'm still confused on if it actually did anything. Based on what you were bringing up earlier, there's a lot of different ways that Grover could have found him. Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering if they're gonna bring that up later. I'm, I'm sure that we'll... I figure they're gonna talk about the empathy, empathy link at some point in this book, but... Yeah. <laughs> I love that Percy's like, you work for Luke. Bitch, I work for the General. <laughs> yeah, what was this? Who this? <laughs> I tried to say it in a French accent. I don't know if that was good. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh yeah. I forgot the about general. that. Then Percy's like, the general? And then he's like, uh, who's the general? <laughs> Percy, please. 
let's not forget that this man has to have like the fakest, baddest French accent this entire time. Maybe it's actually <laughs> real. Also, why French? He's Persian. I, 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 I can't imagine. I, I don't. Have questions. I don't know. I don't know. Um. <laughs> God, what, but, what was so, I going to say? Oh, that's also a neurodivergent mood, an ADHD thing where you're, you just accidentally copy people's accents constantly. It's the worst. Oh my God, no. Slight tangent. I just like, I swear, <laughs> I've done that so many times. And then like, I don't realize it till five minutes later. I'm like, God, they probably think I'm such a dick oh, for like doing yeah. that. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I didn't mean to. I'm so sorry. Like, I, I never say anything because I'm like, if I draw attention to it, then they will notice. But. Mm-hmm, also, mm-hmm. I'm a dick. It's fine. Um, I don't have that problem as much. I do like uh if I'm reading something a lot, then I'll like start to copy its like uh cadence almost in my speaking, like the patterns mm. of words that the author uses. Um, but I know that my roommate, who's also ADHD, has it like real bad <laughs> and she they always feel so bad. <laughs> Like, yeah, I was definitely once like half paying attention to somebody and they were, they had like a, like a Southern drawl. Um, mm. so I'm just like, hmm, I was speaking words to them and I'm pretty sure I started speaking mm. like them. Probably sounded like I was making fun of you. It's fine. It's all right. It's not great. We're not trying guys. It's, it just happens sometimes. It's the, the mirroring. <laughs> But I love that the general. <laughs> I'm just saying that's legit. Percy would. <laughs> Percy definitely. <laughs> um. So the great stirring is underway. What's the great stirring? We don't know. The, the great stirring. He does say that the like monsters. big monsters or something are coming. Mon- I I assume yeah. It's like monsters that have not been seen for thousands of years. I guess that's why a fucking manticore that's not even from Greek mythology is here. You know, maybe that does make sense. Maybe, maybe. he just like popped up. <laughs> He's just like, oh, I guess I'm alive again. Sure. <laughs> I don't know why my Sup, brain- Sup, guys, I'd love to help you with your uh, evil plans. What? I don't know why whenever I try to visualize the great stirring, I just like see that, like the, the theme song from Hannah Montana, I just kind of mix it all together. Um, <laughs> and- you know that it's the best of both worlds. That's just every time I see great stirring, I'm just like- Oh my Picturing goodness. those three, just like, anyway- <laughs> The ADHD is strong at the moment, and (laughs) it's fine. So the gang is going to save Percy, and I love this. Annabeth's just like, I'm just going to push you to the ground. (laughs) Yeah, just tackles him. (laughs) Invisibly tackle. Just wonderful. Great. Uh, Thalia. Oh, my God. Right. Ages. Oh, my God. Okay. One little note here. Uh, Her shield is modeled after the one her dad uses, a gift from Athena opposites mm-hmm. that's it goes oh. it goes the other way around it's actually athena's shield a gift from zeus okay so mm-hmm. weird little detail there all right all right rick what's <laughs> up with that um but god it's it's scary it's got medusa on it and it's so it's like her her bracelet turns into the shields and then she has a mace canister that becomes a spear <laughs> Of course she does. Like, think about that. That's so Thalia. <laughs> I love her. She is my bad bitch. Um, but yeah, so the point of that shield is that uh, because it's a reproduction of Medusa's face, it can't turn people to stone, but it the effect is still paralyzing as such because it's so bad to look at. It's like very scary. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, that's like Medusa's whole thing. So um, Medusa's name uh, actually means protection. So it makes sense for it to be like a shield. Very good. Um, Mm -hmm. And like, yeah, like it would literally like help you in battle. That's good shit. I love it. I love it. (laughs) And it does feel so Greek to have a weapon like that, that like intimidation is a huge part of the the battle strats. (laughs) Yeah. My God. Um... And then we have the helicopter that's, you know, it's just, it's there. It, it's getting louder. It's there. There, it's, it's going to shoot fighting. people. It's got guns on it. What the heck? Yeah. Also, Grover's doing a little jig in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Grover has gotten very good at his plant magic, it sounds like. He, he wraps up the manticore and vines in quick enough for it to be useful. He's now a support mage. I'm happy for him. Like, okay, he's he's like playing the instrumental to a sea shanty because like... Um, a <laughs> right? Frantic, I forgot about that. That's so a good. A frantic jig that sounded like something pirates would dance to. I am imagining <laughs> it's like a sea shanty, basically. So... <laughs> 
Yeah, he's doing great. I love that uh, Annabeth explains that it's a manticore. Nico does his nerd thing. And I love him. I love him. Yeah. Okay. He's such a little guy. I want... We haven't even named the game that he plays, I don't think. But like, I no, want it. No, no. <laughs> I want it. I want it to exist. Yeah. Rick, Rick, make that game exist. Disney, we're making a Disney Plus series. If Mytho Magic you know, does, does not exist... Like the right kind of merch, you know? People would do that. Exactly. You could make all the characters as cards. It'd be cute. Oh my, do you, okay, do we imagine it being like, like a Yu-Gi-Oh kind of thing or like, like a D&D kind of thing or like, um. I was imagining more of a, a trading card game. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. So like Yu-Gi-Oh or whatever. Yeah. Or like, but is it just, well, it's, it's, I don't even know what Yu-Gi-Oh does to be clear. I am, <laughs> my nerd card has been revoked, but like, I assume you, you battle things, right? It's, yes. You battle, you battle. Okay, cool. Okay, it's a trading card game. You build You build a deck. Uh, you, you get p- card packs. You build a deck that has uh, synergies. And then you uh, play cards against other people. Yes, okay. But yeah, you, your creatures will attack each other. Yeah. But also, hmm, I, sorry, I was thinking about something that comes up later, but there are like figurines too. Are there figurines in Yu-Gi-Oh? Oh, I don't. That's why I was like, is it more involved okay. than that? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if the figurines are part of the game or if it's just merch that he has because he likes them. I have questions about Mytho Magic, but we haven't even gotten to it yet. Anyway, <laughs> this chapter is is battle, battle, battle. Okay, I'm upset about Percy's shield immediately just getting damaged. Oh my goodness, right? He just got that. It's like adding insult to injury. Really, for real. Rick is totally just like shitting on Percy for this first couple of chapters. Like, we it's, only it's use- not- we used that shield once in the last book and now once here and Rick was like, you know what? Percy can't have a shield because Thalia His has a shield. His brother made him that. No, but if Percy has a shield, then he'll be as cool as Thalia and he can't have a shield because she's cooler. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> Am I wrong? I am not wrong. <laughs> but also, apparently, his shield isn't even that cool because it immediately gets nerfed. It's just gone. It's so sad. Uh, I hope he still wears the watch. Like, I, I, Percy, you better wear that fucking watch. I wonder if it still tells time after the shield's broken. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Then we get the hunters. This mm-hmm. is our, this is our Deus Ex Machina. Uh, arrows, arrows are flying and they're silver. Okay. I love this line. No one, not even Apollo's kids at camp, could shoot with that much accuracy. Yeah, that is some shade. (laughs) Bro. Oh my god, I love that. Like, Artemis doesn't even have kids. These are just people that she trained herself. Yeah, yeah. Which goes to show you that when you actually take care of kids and, like, teach them things yourself, (laughs) it's helpful. I mean, she's not really a mother to them. She is 12. Um... I mean, well, I'm not saying that she's a mother to them. I'm saying that she's, like, actively training her heroes. I also have thoughts about Artemis being 12 and how uncomfortable that is. Uh, Interesting. It does not bother me, but we we can get into that. It bothers me for, like, the um, immortal child feelings, where it's like, you are an all-knowing, all-powerful, maybe not all-knowing, but, like, very powerful, like, being, and you are, like, younger than me. Um, okay. Oh, I see. I thought you were saying it's, like, uncomfortable as, like, a writing choice, but you're just saying it makes you uncomfortable as, like, as a person. Like, (laughs) I see. Oh, you're a small person, (laughs) and you know... More than me, more than people older than me. Um, and you can like immediately smite me. Um, I'm scared. <laughs> Basically, I, I think that stuff is fun. I I love children who or like immortals who look like children. I think they're so fun. Okay, in a vampire sense, I like it. As a god, I think it's kind of more terrifying. Like in a vampire <laughs> sense, it's kind of fucked up. Um, but if you're a god that's like choosing to look like um a child, like that's your choice. You yeah. you could look any age you want, but you're like, nah, I'm gonna freak you the fuck out by looking like a child. <laughs> <laughs> that is valid of her. It is. <laughs> I I think that's a power move, honestly. It is. Uh, I it looked is. it up. Zoe is pronounced Zoe. It's regular. Good. Even with the accent mark. <laughs> we have I clarified. wanted to make sure. 
Zoe's name is Zoe. (laughs) (laughs) I just figured Zoe was about to come up, so... Yeah, well, um, I believe it is her that says, oh my god, wait, wait, I have to close in on this line about her description. Um, do we want to talk about what she looks like? Sure. Tell me some things. Um, silver circlet braided into the top for long dark hair, so she looked like some kind of Persian princess. Interesting. Okay. All right. Uh, that's, that's, that is actually is interesting. Manticores are Persian. It, it Wait, is. Like, is that, is that a like, relation? Are we, I don't know. Are we assuming that she's actually Persian? I mean, I, I know that there are things that we're going to learn about Zoe personally. I don't know if that's I, too much foreshadowing for this podcast, say, but. <laughs> well, we're, we're going to learn about, we're going to learn about her. We're going to learn about some things in this book. I don't know why she would be Persian uh, at all. Or, or I, I assume then that he's just talking about this style of the circlet. Possibly. Possibly. I don't know. I've, hmm. I don't know. I've heard people criticize this description of her and how that's like. I hmm, see. Hmm. But yeah, I don't know. I have questions. Another about one of those that... things. It's another one of those things where it's like, is this how you describe people of color? Okay. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, like, I guess her her description of her skin isn't just dis- isn't described as looking like um a food. So that's good. Point to right. We, we have gotten that a few times though. Yeah. So. But right now it's just copper. So that's fine, I guess. Copper ain't bad. I I love copper. (laughs) That's a color. Yeah, so Zoe's like, permission to kill my lady, which... uh, (laughs) That's so good! I love uh, that. And that, ah, uh, that also, mm, like, I feel like you get so much of, like, the culture of the hunters from that. Like, that's yeah. so good. And then it's just permission granted because yeah. I don't, like, this is in accordance with the laws. You are a beast. I can fucking kill you. Um, mm-hmm. Love that. Which feels a little fucked up because that's like a guy. <laughs> I don't, sometimes I worry about the ethics of monsters and Percy Jackson, especially because Tyson's already our friend. <laughs> That you could just, like, kill random dudes who are, like... Um, if they're evil, you can kill them. If they are not evil, you can't kill them. Who are we to decide? Evil and not evil. <laughs> I think if you eat guys, then you're probably evil. But, I mean, <laughs> that's just me. But... <laughs> I'm saying he's sentient. Not that that's what that word actually means, but... Are you, are you saying that eating people out is is not okay? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> is that what I do not think that blowjobs are cannibalism, but... (laughs) You heard it here first. Manticores give (laughs) blowjobs. Well, glad we got that cleared up. Moving on. Um... I can't breathe. Okay. Uh, so, so yeah, uh, it's 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 fun that we get a little. Uh, Talia's not happy to see these people whatsoever. Well, they are saving their lives actively. They are, except for Annabeth, because they don't give a shit well, about yeah. her. <laughs> um, Annabeth, like, okay, they were about to shoot um the the Manticore, and like he was about to lunge at Thalia and Percy, and so Annabeth mm-hmm. tries to stop him, but they still shoot at him. So like. He is going over, Annabeth's right. going over with him, and then, like, mm. the hunters are like, job well done, girls. We did it. We <laughs> beat the monster. Excuse me, there is a maiden who just fell over a cliff. You guys don't give a shit. Excuse me. Artemis, she is beyond help. <laughs> Artemis, what the fuck? Um, uh, Zoe does warn her. I was just looking it up to see. Zoe's like, hey, get out of the line of fire. Uh, Annabeth is, like, busy, though. <laughs> Jumping on a guy. Yeah. On a lion. Listen, it's be... So Zoe tries, in her defense. Yes, but Annabeth was trying to save her two loves, Thalia and Percy. <laughs> her two current loves. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, also, a- just- Annabeth has a lot of love in her heart. Poor girl. Anyways. Um, Thalia and Zoe. Zoe. The I'm sorry, the tension there? You, Zoe Nightshade. <laughs> Just I don't know. I am I imagine that with like some tension in it. Yeah, yeah. I, I could see it. Yeah, yeah. There have uh. been interpretations where all of the hunters are lesbians TM. Yeah, yeah. The way that I'd like to imagine it is that they are is is that it's a nice mix, you know? I'd, I'd like to imagine that there are, like, cis straight girls who just, you know, didn't feel like it and thought that this would be a nice option. I'd like mm. to imagine that there are lesbians who are just, like, 
vibing. And I'd like to imagine that there are lots of ace people. Yeah, yeah. Rick Rick has things to say about the hunters later in later series. God, I think that's like five million years away at this oh point. Oh boy. But like <laughs> they they do not have relations at all in this if they are hunters. Okay. But I mean Which makes sense. Like, okay, it, it is less gender essentialist that way, <laughs> if yeah. that makes sense. How about this? I will get into that conversation a bit more in the next yeah. chapter. Because we'll go into Hunters oh, okay, fun. and Artemis next chapter. Excellent. Uh yeah, so we got we got some of the, the campers with the hunters, and that's fucking Artemis, goddess of the hunts. And Yeah, she's just right there. She's which there. Yeah, is very unusual for one of the Olympians. I love that the Percy's like, who do you think you are? <laughs> and so he's like, I'm gonna fucking kill this kid. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah, out of all the Olympians, like, okay, Artemis, first impressions. She's very strict. She has her own code, but she also seems a little bit more involved and maybe a little bit more chill than some of the other Olympians about some stuff because she is actually hanging out and doing stuff with actual people. I take her as like a lawful neutral, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like she has her own code. She knows what's up and like she's like... No, he he doesn't understand. It's it's quite all right. I get it. Um, right, he's not he actively just insulted fight. her, and she was just like, "I sense no disrespect." And I'm like, "Thank you, Artemis, for being like chill." Yeah, um, kind of unlike her in some stories, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> I like this Artemis better. <laughs> It's all good. It's all good. Oh, and that's the chapter. My God, I want to keep going. (laughs) I hate this. I hate that, like, there's not... This is just, like, such a long scene of, like, everything going down. (laughs) And it makes me sad. I want to keep talking about this, these queer Hey, so, uh, where's Annabeth? Can we have her back, please? What the fuck? Artemis, go save Annabeth. (laughs) She is is not beyond help. Okay, I don't even need Artemis to do it. I need them to just let Percy jump off a cliff. Like I said at the beginning of this episode, like, he'd be fine. He can do it. Just let him jump. (laughs) You know, you know, the thing about Percy Jackson, he would jump off a cliff for Annabeth Chase. You know he would. <laughs> he would. Um, I can't say any more thing about that, but yeah, he would. Oh my god, it's it. This uh, this chapter is a cliffhanger, except that she's she fell. She didn't she didn't hang. Yeah, she, she fell. ain't hanging out. She, she gone. Uh, <laughs> she gone. Okay, wait. I said I was gonna talk about it. I don't know. But before we wrap this up, um, Artemis was just like, no mortal shall see me, and just turned the helicopter and presumably the people in it into birds. Yeah, I think those guys are birds now, or dead. One of the two. I have questions. Is the (laughs) helicopter a bird, or is it just the people? What's happening? Okay, I- I kind of assumed that she, like, teleported the people away through a flock of birds. But, you know, if she just turned them into birds also, I think I I think that those people no longer exist as they used to exist. And that now they and the helicopter are a flock of birds. I think that it it's just, like, transmutation. <laughs> but, like... Yeah, I that, that that's my personal me. opinion. I think they are just birds now. They, this concerns me. I assume those were like mind-controlled people and not actually just like, you know, mortals who were evil because like the people We don't know princess- yet. We have no information about that. Well, like the people in the Princess Andromeda were mind-controlled. So if they're oh, if they're mortals true. I would assume they're mind controlled. So Artemis, you did good. Yeah, that would be fucked up for everything else, (laughs) but that one thing, and that was a throwaway line. (laughs) If if that was okay, because sometimes the gods will just do things, and you're like, I I don't know if that was like a metaphor or like (laughs) she freed them, so they can fly away, be gone, and like teleported away to somewhere else. Or they could be birds. I, I, mm, mm, Artemis, I would not put it past her. Why? Uh, th- they're gods. Sometimes they just do things. <laughs> oh my god. Artemis, why? Yeah, that's the chapter. <laughs> all right. Any god. other thoughts? Uh, or were we all wrapped up? That was my That was my big thought and feeling. All right. I also... So back to like Artemis as like... 12 or 13 or whatever. There are definitely a few different interpretations that I would like of that. Uh, Mm. Not of that particularly. I'm just saying, I think that that's an interesting take because she could be 
a beautiful woman who spurns men or whatever. But the fact that this Artemis uh, mm. doesn't want the interest of men at all, that it's like, I'm I'm pure yeah. innocence almost, but I don't even know if that's the vibe. goddess. Yeah, yeah, no, literally. The, the fact that she chooses to be prepubescent is, I think, an interesting take. Yeah. Uh, just because we were talking about that, so it made me think about it a little bit. Oh, yeah. Like I said, I have plans to go into um, Artemis next chapter. Right, as the I'm myth sure section. we'll get into it. My but God. That was the only other, like, one, like, thing I had. I'm, I'm good now. Let's, let's go to plugs, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a plug or do you want me to go? Uh, yeah, I, I thought of it during our, our between times. Um, <laughs> Because we recorded two episodes thinking, in the like, same day. <laughs> okay. So I was thinking about how uh, all of the media that I, like, really care about is, like, children's lit. And I was... Because that's when I read books was when I was a child. Um, same. <laughs> and, and I was like, is that embarrassing if I, like, recommend a lot of children's lit? And then I remembered that we're literally doing a Percy Jackson podcast. <laughs> like, so are you going to recommend anima- Animorphs or, or not? No, uh... I could. I could just recommend Animorphs, but I actually... Uh, <laughs> uh, Gail Carson Levine's really good. If you ever read any of her books, uh, she wrote El Enchanted. Um, oh, okay. Yes. Have you ever read it? No, but I have heard it is a good book. I, I'm i sorry. So I like good. the movie, like, a lot. No, no, yeah. And I've The movie's heard, very enjoyable. I've heard people have, like, opinions about this versus that. Some people like one versus the it, other. It is, yeah. The... It's different. The actual, like, plot and characters of the movie are basically unrelated to the book. It It is just kind Makes of sense. like concepts and then they kind of made it a little silly. Uh, it's more sort of high fantasy in uh, okay. Gail Carson Levine's works. Uh, so Elle Enchanted is delightful. Uh, any of her works are good. Uh, there's another one in that same series. Uh, if anyone likes Elle Enchanted and has it checked out fairest, I would recommend that. Um, but my favorite one is The Two Princesses of Bamare, which is not related, but <laughs> is like, it's a story about two sisters and one's uh, more adventurous and one's kind of bookish. And then the adventurous one catches uh the i think it's the black the the gray death uh and it's like a magical plague and then her younger timid sister has to go out and uh fulfill a prophecy by doing a quest to get the cure uh it's so good uh she you know how you know how princesses get kidnapped by dragons the relationship between the princess and the dragon this book is like oh my goodness i'm insane not in like a like it's like her dragon grandma but also who wants to eat her i don't know i don't know how to what? describe it to you but it 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 i have questions it was very form yeah yeah you should but also <laughs> it's like fucked up like oh my god that shit hits. You guys should read this book. It's really good. <laughs> Anyways, that's all. Moving on. <laughs> Your turn. Well, <laughs> um, uh, well, my my uh plug for this episode is um a game that I I still haven't finished. I thought I would have finished it by the time we got to this episode, but I have not. Um, <laughs> Ace Attorney Investigations, Miles Edgeworth. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> My I'm, boy. I'm still on the Ace Attorney stuff. Um, I love Edgy. My boy. My good boy. <laughs> um, I enjoyed this game. Um, for most of it that I have played. Um, <laughs> I will say the timeline does fuck me up just a little bit of like how, God, like, none of it is in order. Like, like, none of this game, you're, you're, there's the flashback within a flashback at, at some oh, point. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm just like, wait, wait a second. Um, <laughs> what is the timeline of what's going on? It's okay. It's fine. <laughs> but, you know, I love that I finally got to play as edgy. Um, as I, I only call him edgy at this point. Um, <laughs> cause it's easier to type out than fully Miles Edgeworth. <laughs> <laughs> I love that he gets his own little spunky little girl sidekick because everyone needs a spunky course, little girl sidekick. Of course, everyone needs a spunky girl sidekick. <laughs> and she's wonderful. Oh, I'm fucking gumshoe. I'm so happy I have gumshoe back. <laughs> I get to work with gumshoe and he doesn't hate me. 
That's the that's the Aww. best thing. No, I like I had feelings when I was playing the original trilogy and I'm just like, I love you, Gumshoe. Can you like not be mad at me all the time? Because I'm like <laughs> on the opposing Gumshoe team. be my friend. <laughs> Gumshoe be my friend. And now he like um, uh, loves me because I'm Edgeworth. <laughs> He oh, loves Edgeworth. That, yeah. Now now he is your friend. Your best friend for life. Uh, if y'all don't I love understand. Gumshoe's, like, character arc in the first game, in which yeah. he doesn't have a character arc. He's the same guy the entire time. But mm-hmm. you just get to know him better and realize yeah. that he's, like, a good guy, even though he's, like, kind of annoying sometimes. Okay, okay. About the first game. So, so like, uh, I think it's the, the, how I played it when I, when I played it on Switch, there was like one case that's like extra, I guess. Oh, the, yes. The Rise, Rise Which is the like as long as the rest of the game. Yeah. Um, in that one, you become like closer with Gumshoe and then like Whiplash, mm. the next game, he kind of hates you again. Oh. And like, I just, I got so upset by that because I was like, we got closer. <laughs> he was helping me out with that one because there was stuff going on. And with the police station. Yeah. yeah. And he was a suspect for like two seconds in that one. And then, and then he's just like, wow. Um, you suck again. And I was like, wait, wait, what happened to our character development? What happened to that? If y'all don't understand Ace Attorney at this point, I can't explain it to you. I'm sorry. Yeah, now Um, we're just like chatting about it. God, maybe we need to do a bonus episode at some point about Ace Attorney and all the mythology references (laughs) because there are some. Oh, yeah. Well, I know that the next like characters after the original trilogy are... Apollo and Athena, right? Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. So and, there's uh, something. Apollo's dad's name is Jove, which is a name for Jupiter. And Athena's oh. mom's name is uh, Metis, which is Athena's mom. So mythology. That's fun. In Ace Attorney. Why? <laughs> Who knows? Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's a fun time. I can't explain things. Also, I do love that. Uh, so they, so they, you know how they all have like their powers. Like Phoenix has the the Cyclops, um, tr- trying to you know see what people's innermost things are. Um, mm-hmm. and then Apollo has his whole like, ooh, I'm gonna tell when you're lying by one part of you that's moving weirdly. I guess when you say one word, it's very weird. It's called perceive. <laughs> um, and then. Edgy has his whole logic thing. He just, he just, that's his power. His superpower is logic. He's He's just just smart. (laughs) That's it. He's just a good lawyer. He is just a good (laughs) lawyer. They all have mystical powers and he's just good at his job. (laughs) Like, I can't make this shit up. Okay, okay. Have you ever checked out uh, the great Ace Attorney uh, Chronicles? So... So I was specifically told by my other friend, Ray, that I need to wait to play those because once I play them, I will not want to go back. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. No, that's literally what I'm worried about. I did like the first two cases of one of them and I was like, oh my God, this is so fucking good. Um, Because I did it with my mom because we like to play those games together. But then I went back from my vacation so we couldn't play it anymore. And it's like, I I don't know if I can play this game and then go over to the other once because it's so fucking funny. Herlock Sholmes? Oh ah! my god. The little deduction scenes. It's so funny. So you do deductions in that one. That's like the little mini game segments. I like that. Good shit. Um, Anyways. Also Herlock Sholmes. Let's stop talking about Ace Attorney on our Percy oh. Jackson podcast. <laughs> New podcast. We're I don't even know it. if we should keep this all in. This is a lot. We'll make an Ace Attorney podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> My Ace Attorney podcast would be called Bisexual Attorney. <laughs> it's fine. Oh my God, these lawyers gay. Good for them. Good for them. <laughs> All right. We shall end the fucking Charlie, podcast. Charlie, end the episode. <laughs> Charlie, get me out of here. Get me out of this cabin. God, get out of this fucking... <laughs> I don't even have a thing for this one. I can't think of anything. So yeah, I can think about uh, that it. Was it. That was it. You did it. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>
You can send an Iris message to us through of the eldest gods pod at gmail.com. If you'd like to support us financially, go to patreon.com slash of the eldest gods. By becoming a patron, you can join the Movie Night Crew Network server, where you get to chat with us and hear some no-context spoilers about episodes we are recording. I personally recommend the $5 tier, where you get access to Against All Odds, our bonus show where we talk about basically anything vaguely related to mythology, Percy Jackson, or whatever we like. We also have a merch store on TeePublic, where all our designs are made by Charlie. Or if you cannot support us financially, please give us a review on iTunes and rate us on Spotify to help others know how much you love this podcast. You can follow me, Ray, at HeyHeyRay on Twitter. I also have another podcast called Barbie Movie Slap, where my co-host Ted and I talk about the Barbie cinematic universe. You can check out that podcast Twitter at Barbie Slaps. You can follow me, Charlie, at GreenPixie12 on most platforms, but on Twitter, I'm at GreenPixie123, which I'm totally not salty about. I also have an art Instagram that I sometimes use at GreenPixieDraws. I sometimes do the YouTube thing on my channel, CharlieMac, that's M-A-C-K. And I also have another podcast on the network called Fandoms Gone Wrong, where my mom and I talk about movies, TV shows, books, whatever other fandoms we enjoy. You can find that on all the major podcasts podcasting apps. Our music was written by Isabel Strauss-Riggs and recorded and edited by Ian M. Riggs. You can find Izzy at Kane underscore I, that's I is in the body part, on Instagram and Twitter. She also currently makes video essays on the YouTube channel Kane I. Feel free to message her about making music for your project or editing your podcast. Of the Eldest Gods is proud to be part of the Movie Night Crew Network which features great podcasts like My Cabbages, an Avatar podcast that follows the true hero of the Avatar The Last Airbender series, The Cabbage Cart Guy. Coffee. Tea. Honor. Cabbage. Long ago, the four elements lived in harmony. Then, shit went totally cray when the Avatar attacked. Only the Cabbage Man merchant of fine cruciferous vegetables could stand against his trolling, but when the world needed some dank veg, he vanished. Ten years have passed, and my partner and I have started a new podcast. My Cabbages! An Avatar podcast. A weekly show about Avatar The Last Airbender. Whether it's Sokka's new line of cologne. Hey, look at you, sitting there on a seal. Well, now look it back at me. I'm on an on a even bigger seal. Now look away. D&D related antics. You have to make an acrobatics check for that. And Aang just like unzips his pants and whips out his D20s. He's just like, I got this. Or randomly breaking into song. <laughs> we'll stumble our way through the greatest show ever made, one episode at a time. You can reach us at CabbageCast, which is our Twitter, or subscribe wherever you catch pod. What kind of slum do you think this is? Of the Eldest Gods is based on the series by Rick Riordan. Right now we are discussing Percy Jackson and the Olympians. Remember to follow us on your favorite podcatcher and meet us back here every Thursday. chair has a tilt feature. I was not expecting it. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Laugh it up. You're so silly. Okay. Aren't you glad we have that on tape? <laughs> that movie sucked. I kind of liked it. Movie Night Crew Network.